Welcome to the Compassion Initiative podcast. And this is our first one for 2020. Actually, um, I think that's the first time I've said 2020 out loud, which is <laughs> for the year. But anyway, my name's Stan Steindl and with me is James Kirby. Happy New Year, James. Happy New Year, Stan. Good to be back. It's been a long time since we've done one of these. We got a little bit sort of slack there, didn't we, towards the... Not slack, but just, you know, busy with other things, perhaps. <laughs> the, the last one was when? Oh, goodness. Um, I'd hate to guess. Probably July or something. Oh, right. I yeah. don't know. Did we do one... I'm not sure, but... Um, I'd go, nothing's coming to mind. No, no. So, yeah, sorry about that. But um, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a delight to be back here with you in, in your office around our round table um, <laughs> with a view out to the, to the outdoors. It's a cloudy day here in Brisbane, Australia. And we're met with a, a dying tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fill one with much optimism. <laughs> but Stan, in terms of optimism, do you have many hopes or dreams that you've set for yourself for 2020, a Compassion New Year's resolution? Well, the first thing I think is we're going to try to do this on a more regular basis. You were, you were thinking, wasn't that one of your New Year's resolutions, maybe to meet and do a podcast each month? <laughs> yes, my goal is if we can hit 10 this year... Um, I would be pretty excited. I think I would do that 10th podcast with a glass of champagne. The 10th one? <laughs> wow. Well, that's quite a commitment. Let's, let's see how we go. And we also, we also thought that we might um, see if we can get a bit of feedback too, perhaps, on some interesting topics, things that we can perhaps put there as, as, our, as, as each topic for, for the podcast. We might do a, a Twitter poll. Yes. Is that what it is? So yes. Tell us, what, what's your thoughts there? What, how does that work? Because you're, uh, you're quite the Twitter person. Oh, oh you're, you're fast becoming. Um, the, 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 you'll have a blue tick soon. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, um, just ask people, um, essentially, uh, for our next episode, would you prefer something which was focused, say, a paper discussion? We can talk about a paper, make that paper. Um, known to everyone, link it to the podcast as well. Or perhaps we talk about a specific current affair-related issue, so perhaps mm. there's something that's grabbed the world um, in terms of some particularly um, compassionate action, so highlighting something very heroic in that way. Mm. Or perhaps somewhere where it was just missing entirely and discussing the compassion angles there. Mm. Uh, maybe third, just discussing aspects which are somewhat provocative in this space, so mm. things like, you know, do you need mindfulness? When engaging in compassion, or um, what do you do when someone says to you, "Oh, I don't like closing my eyes," <laughs> when we're doing a compassion imagery practice, and maybe talk about some of that stuff, maybe. Yeah. So put that out there, and or maybe even discuss a movie that really encapsulates compassion and breaking it down. Right. Um, so put those out as options, and whatever gets the most endorsed uh, will be the the episode. Right. The other thought I just had as you were talking was it could be good also to see if we can have other guests this yes. year. Because actually a few of those guests last year or the year before, was, you know, they, were, they were great chats to have as well. I certainly enjoyed getting to meet with a number of those people. Yeah, no, certainly getting to talk to someone which isn't you, Stan, is always delightful. <laughs> yes, thanks. James. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I don't think I... We, uh, the only guest I think we may have interviewed last year was um, 
Well, I think Paul and Marcella. That's two biggies. Yeah. Yep. So we should definitely look into that as a possibility as well. So keep an eye out for that uh, Twitter poll coming your way soon from uh, Dr. James Kirby. (laughs) (laughs) Should we make a a Compassionate Mind Initiative Twitter account or not? We should just come. Okay, we'll just run with this to begin with (laughs) and see what happens. Now, James, in terms of research... What uh, give give us something that you're really excited about in your own research activities, and and then I'll I'll give you one of mine. Like so, if you think about 2019 and and coming into now 2020, what what's 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 a big one for you? Something that you're really interested in doing some research around. Okay, so um, research to be done that you're doing. Yeah. Uh. That, okay. Hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many fun little projects I'm involved in, but I think the the one that I'm most interested in at the moment is uh, Jeffrey Kim, uh, one of my PhD students, um, has been doing this really interesting work looking at um, uh, people's heart rate variability um, and looking at how the compassionate self practice, as it's grouped together as part of our compassionate mind training, impacts. Um, heart rate variability uh, and so we're, we're looking at not only does this particular compassionate self practice which involves grounding the body getting into posture uh, it also involves connecting with those uh, important breathing uh, pattern of uh, soothing rhythm breathing and then bringing to mind those three key qualities of wisdom strength and commitment how that practice itself is just a 15 minute practice influences heart rate variability. So we've collected data on that last year um, and we're putting together a paper to submit on that Mm. as we speak. But we're also collecting data uh, this year on that as well. Um, And uh, that area on that specific set piece practice and how that might influence heart rate variability is really interesting because how you cultivate compassion with that practice is very different to standard uh, compassion cultivation meditations. You know, a lot of compassion cultivation meditations are very much focused on uh, may you be free of suffering, so mantra-based. Mm. You'd still get into the body posture, of course, respect that. Mm. Um, and you might get into a, a, a mindful breathing routine, perhaps, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Uh, however, it's, it's very mantra-focused. Um, similarly, like love and kindness, you might very, be very mantra-focused on uh, may you be happy, uh, compassion meditation, may you be free from suffering. Um, and you might expand that to different targets as well within in the meditation. The way it's done in the compassion itself as a way of cultivating compassion is a very different uh, series of steps in mm. terms of connecting with wisdom of your mind and nature's mind uh, and then connecting um, with your strength that comes from your body and having this kind of ongoing commitment to always as, as, as much as you can trying to be helpful that's a very different orientation and way to cultivate so we're just seeing how that impacts uh, people's heart rate variability mm. so that area is what I'm finding interesting because it's a, it's a different way of cultivating mm. than a, a standard mantra mm. approach mm. yeah that's great because uh, what, one of the projects that I have been working on last year and will continue this year is again with Marcella Matosh and she's she and I are looking in a similar way at different forms of uh, compassion focused imagery 
and working with shame memories. Mm. So we have a little project where uh, people are asked to recall a, a shame memory and, and to fill out a few questionnaires related to that particular memory, uh, as well as questionnaires related to compassion and fears and compassion and so on. And then we're randomly assigning them to three groups. And one group is a bit like what you just described. It's just a 15-minute uh, compassion-focused imagery, compassionate self-exercise. And as you say, using soothing rhythm breathing and then wisdom, strength and commitment and, and so on. Mm. And then alternatively, they're being assigned to a mindfulness meditation and then a neutral sort of exercise. Actually, the third exercise is where I'm reading... Darwin's Voyage of the Beagle. <laughs> and so that's meant to be... That shocks me. I thought it'd be Batman. For a, sure. kind of, yeah. <laughs> a kind of um, control, <laughs> neutral control sort of group. But anyway, so they're, they're being randomly assigned to those three groups and then reassessing to see the impact of those on the shame memory and, mm-hmm. and actually being asked to go away and practice those for two weeks uh, and then reassessed again after two weeks. So awesome. it's really interesting to see not only the effect of compassion-focused imagery and, and the compassion itself, but comparing that with mindfulness meditation, yes. uh, which itself might actually be you know, effective in helping people to uh, improve in their traumatic qualities or their centrality around those shame memories. It would be kind of interesting to see. And actually hearing a bit about Darwin's Voyage of the Beagle, <laughs> I mean, maybe that will actually help people with their shame memories. Um, so far, uh, we've collected a, a, a bit of data here at UQ over last year, and we're actually going to continue that with, with some honours students again this year. Awesome. But Marcel is also going to collect some data in, in Portugal, and uh, we've also teamed up with uh, Doug Gentile in the States, and so he's going to be collecting some American data as well. So that'll be, that, that's, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that kind of unfolds. An international compassionate international collaboration. Com- compassionate collaboration, yes, exactly. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All came from the, uh, the, the Summer Research Institute from the Mind and Life. Oh. Uh, we, we, the three of us were at that a couple of years ago when we decided to try to team up after that. Oh, that's superb. Mm. You should go for funding with a Varela grant with Mind and Life. Mm. If you've yeah. been to that summer scholarship, you can go for it. You yes. should apply with yeah. that list. That'd be great. It, yeah. <laughs> Hard to get grants, isn't it? That's one thing. Yeah. My back end of 2019, I got hit with three rejections. For um, grants. Yeah. Um. Destroying stuff, that is. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's fantastic, Sam. That, that sounds um, like a, a super interesting mm. Uh, topic. So I think it's, to get some response on how that went by uh, episode ten over yeah, the champagne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's cool how I mean you guys and and us as well, and just here at UQ trying to trying to do a little bit of that practical research just mm. to see in a sort of um, dismantling kind of study type way, looking at these different exercises and how they might actually produce change. Totally. I think it's it's fascinating stuff. Now, you've got um, a, a bit of training coming up as well. What's the plan for your year with that? Yes, yeah, so we've, um, Paul Gilbert, uh, Professor Paul Gilbert, is out here again for another 
couple of months, which is fantastic. Um, so he has a, a visiting fellowship, uh, professorship here at, at the University of Queensland. And he'll be running workshops, uh, not only with me, but also Dr. Hayley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be doing a couple of workshops together, one on uh, introductory uh, to CFT and, and also um, uh, a masterclass mm. on, on, on practice, which kind of acts as, I think, in some ways as a big supervision session. So people who are mm. actively using CFT in their, in their, in their work. Um, and then we'll be running a, a two-day workshop in March 12th, 13th on um, up using compassion-focused therapy in group therapy. Right. So looking at group processes. So um, yeah, Paul will be, be, uh, be uh, running that, and I can't wait to, to hear what he has to say and, mm. and learn from him. And you'll also be doing a workshop as well. well several of you are off around the world this year. Well, the next one is over to Palo Alto University in, in San Francisco, and uh, or in Palo Alto, I guess, south of San Francisco. Uh, and that's using motivational interviewing to explore sort of fears, blocks and resistances in, to compassion mm. uh, and also compassion facilitators as well and, and trying to sort of bring motivational interviewing and, and CFT together a little bit more. That's probably one of my particular mm. sort of interests or combining my two loves there with um, motivational interviewing and CFT. Yeah, so there is a paper there with, with using MI as a, as a prelude to compassion-based interventions. So, um, so definitely looking forward to that. That's just at the very beginning, first and second, I think it is, of February. Uh, and then in March as well, heading over to Portugal and, and uh, running a personal practice retreat, really, with Marcelo that, that's mm. we've called Manifesting a Compassionate Life, which sounds... I thought that sounded pretty good, but basically that's, <laughs> that's drawing on compassionate mind training and, and those various of those principles to, to sort of enhance compassion and, and self-compassion. I mean, it is, a, it is a great name. I thought you would have gone something like a Compassion S&M or something like that. God. <laughs> I'm just, just realised what you're saying. But... <laughs> Compassion stand in myself. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so that's that's going to come up. Excellent, um, excellent. And um, but I think it's going to be a good year. So with a, a whole bunch of you know kind of ongoing research and training, and maybe getting a little bit of that feedback for our our monthly podcast. Yes. No. So. Uh kind of focus in more on, on the research and training for this one. A bit of a welcome back to, to 2020. Mm. Um, hasn't started off in particular, you know, great circumstances with Australia, Australia. on fire and, um, and mm. a couple of other things that have been happening. It's been fairly uh, awful, actually. Um, but, you know, we're trying to set this goal of, of a, a monthly podcast. So the next month, we'll, as we tweet this one, is we'll be asking for what you think we should do the next podcast on. We'll give two or three options and whoever gets the most ticks, uh, that'll be the one, the one that gets the most votes. So, so see what happens. If, even if it's two. Even votes. if it's two. We might put up Stan's love life or something. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, Mum. Even if it's two. So, Mum, if you're listening, please vote. Right. Um, and, uh, to make us feel like someone's listening, I suppose. All right, James. Well, we're we're off and running, so let's let's see if we can and stick to this plan. Yes. And um, good luck for your 2020. Yeah, likewise, and looking forward to speaking to you in a month's time. <laughs> All the best, everyone. That's soon.